Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lemonade, because let's face it, we could all use a little sweetness right now. Welcome to Lemonade. Allison, I've never called you that really on air. <laughs> Allie, what's Lemonade about? I want to try something you know, new. You know, today Lemonade is all about, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Oh, that's I like That's what I got that. today. That's <laughs> simple and it's different every every week, but today that's what I got. Do you want to know the episode name? <laughs> I really don't, yes. but you're going to tell yes. me. Yes, so. you ready? It's I episode, I will survive. Oh, that's the worst pun yet. Oh! That's the worst yet. <laughs> That is the worst. I'm so funny. It's so hard to be me. <clears throat> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allie, we have a we have a special guest here. Yes, we do. So we have the privilege today. It's our first in studio guest. We have a good friend of mine personally and an amazing human being. Um, he goes by the handle the Yum Yum Foodie, and his name is Eddie Zamora. Um, and we have him today, and he's going to tell us a little bit about. What he does, who he is, why he's so fabulous. Oh, my um, God. First of all, yeah. before he starts. So I've been trying to hold it in while he's been here, but, like, I'm, like, a super fan. Okay. Yeah, like it's a enough. creepy. That's why they put me on the with they. That's we put me on this side of the window. Yeah. The, the, like, the I was trying to. It's one of those moments yeah. you meet somebody and you're like, keep it together. Keep Glass it together. Cage. We put her in the, ca- the cage. <laughs> they, that's not what they told me when I went in here. <laughs> They said, it, they said it was a special room. <laughs> you can you can literally throw yourself against the wall and you'll still be fine. Oh, good. Well, I've been watching lots of YouTube videos and staring at lots of food pictures and lovely, lovely Instagram pictures for days now. So I'm excited that you're here. Um, I'm excited to be here. Happy. Oh, I, if I wasn't so brown, you'd There's see so me blush. Much love, you guys. <laughs> so happy. There's love triangle. Happy today. early birthday. First of all, I know your Thank birthday you. is February 16th. Ooh. Right around the corner. Did, you did some recon, girl. She did. She Jeez. went gangster. She went deep. <laughs> and also making me look bad because I also forgot about that until you just told me. You're welcome. Yeah. Which is the funny part because I was telling her earlier that I and haven't seen her since my birthday last year. And I was. Which was a year ago. Secretly, was ago. I was like, that's right, February 16th. <laughs> Good job, Ellie. Damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I... Oh, gosh. Like, I'm trying to verify your birthday for you. He's like, oh, he's... I'm like, yeah, no, I think it is. He's not lying. <laughs> she's, she's, I did my soon research. Soon you're going to ask me my favorite pet's name. Uh, you're going to ask me all the credit card questions. I'm, yes. I'm just waiting. Yes. Oh. Yes. Maiden's... Also, your name. <laughs> slow in the draw, you owe me two bell rings, and I now owe $2 to our charity, which, by the way, we are going to be donating this month to 12 Months of Giving, which is a great charity that provides personal care items and food to homeless living on Skid Row. Yeah, and I would like to warn my grandmother before we start more that this might be an episode, Grandmother, where you hear some foul language, but it's going towards a good charity, Grandma. (laughs) Yeah, Nana. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't sound so nice there, Grandma. <laughs> anyway, Eddie, welcome. Tell Thank us about you. you, unless you want me to tell you about you. Oh, now I want to hear you tell me about me. This is this is yeah, this is great. I've it's never been on like a dating, dating app, but this is what I imagine. I was going to say it's kind of like a dating game, like Chuck when Chuck Woolery announces you, and uh, from we'll be back in two Miami, two. Florida. We have with amazing <laughs> hair standing at. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Five, six. It ain't much. Five foot six. (laughs) 
taller than I'm me. I'm vertically challenged. It happens. I feel oh, you. Not, so, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I mean, that'd be really funny to do that. Like, he interviews me about him, but I don't think I can do that. Um, you were born and raised in Miami. That's right. From what I'm understanding. And you are son of Cuban refugees. That's right. Correct. Yeah. So... You were born in Miami. When did your parents come from Cuba? Uh, my parents came from Cuba in, I think, 1962 and 1963, respectively. Uh, they didn't. They knew each other in Cuba, but they weren't together in Cuba. They didn't start dating until they were in Miami. Oh, the yeah. city of love. Absolutely. I No? <laughs> Is it the city of sex? Probably. Drugs and alcohol? Probably. I I'd love say Miami, Miami is like a whole city version of the Sunset Strip circa 80. I'm just, I don't know. You're making it. I want to go right now. <laughs> I loved Miami. Um, so your father was a uh, jazz drummer? Yeah. My um, father, uh, my father's in, in Cuba at the time when my dad was in his formative years and uh, uh, and Castro took power, you were you couldn't really not you couldn't you couldn't study what you wanted to study. You were told what to study. And my dad, if you ever met my dad, my dad is n- He's a super bright guy, but you can never fathom my dad being an accountant. And, and that's what they wanted my dad to study. And my dad, all he ever wanted to be, uh, some, in some way, shape, or form, he, he fell in love with music. And when he, he, he came from Cuba. He just wanted to dance. He just wanted to dance. Uh, and drive a tractor <laughs> in Footloose. Uh, and, uh, it's a different story. It's a different just story. Just want you to know. Uh, it's not in your rundown here. No, so it, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, and at 18 years old, my dad – so it's, it's goes to show like you're, you're really never too old. I know 18 years old is not old by any means. But usually people that are musicians have been playing music since they were a little kid. And my yes. dad, no. My dad picked up his first instrument at 18 years old and he started learning how to play drums. Uh, and he started to learn how to sing. And then – he made a career of it. Uh, your yeah. mom was a pianist, though, right? As yeah. well. So, did they meet via music, or how did they meet? No, no my music mom went to conservatory in in Havana when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it'd be like the equivalent of like music performing arts school, let's say. And she went for piano. So, my mom was actually a really good pianist. And then when she when you know when she was when she had to flee Cuba. She kind of left that behind, and uh, I still every time I go to New York City and I see the Chase Manhattan Bank, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where my mom worked when she came from Cuba. Oh wow! Uh, they she moved up to Terrytown, New York, which is a suburb outside of, of New York City. Good lord! You can't just she didn't smart she she, she didn't start small. She went straight for the. I know, New York. and every time I see that building, I think I was like, that's where my mom worked oh, when she came from Cuba, oh, and oh, you know. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, that was her first job in the United States. So you didn't like? Do you? What instrument do you play then with these two musically inclined uh, so parents? So when I was a kid, I uh, I auditioned for a performing arts high school, like Fame, mm-hmm. but it was like an <laughs> elementary version of it, and uh, I, I studied Sounds music cute. two hours a day every day. Oh my gosh! From fourth grade to eighth grade, and uh, so I I mean p- piano is my. What I'm, I guess I'm most fluent in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been playing piano since I was five. I played alto saxophone. And then in the school that I was in, we were rotating instruments. So I learned how to play all the, you know, violin, viola, cello. Uh, and now I've been teaching myself guitar for the past few years because I'm kind of fascinated with the guitar. Uh, and I, you know, that's my, I love the guitar. And uh, the piano is, is always like the easiest instrument. So they teach, not easiest in the sense where like you can kind of sit down anywhere with a piano and play it. Mm-hmm. And there's a piano everywhere. And it's just very geometrically, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. The guitar is a different animal, so I'm fascinated by the challenge of it. And and one of the things I've done in the pandemic is really get into teaching myself guitar. So that's very cool. Know. If yeah, you need I help, it. I can. I play the guitar. Yeah, nice. so, so Megan is uh, very modest, but she plays 
a mean guitar. Nice. <laughs> it's super mean. And uh, she starts punching. Sing. She's like this, you know, I goddess love it. of the song. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Just... The first time I saw Nancy Wilson like ripping uh, Barracuda, or when I was like, uh, <laughs> or the opening to Crazy on You, I was like, holy shit, that oh, was some yeah. sexy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, bravo. So your family didn't start like a family band or anything, right? Nothing. We were not the Cuban Partridge family. No. Oh, I was uh, hoping so sorry. much. I've been waiting my whole life for the Cuban Partridge family, really. <laughs> um, but I was always surrounded by music, and, it, and it's just funny because I didn't listen to rock and roll music until probably my, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. All I listened to was Miles Davis, oh, yeah. uh, uh, John Coltrane, Bill Evans. That's like, I, I grew up listening to jazz. That's what I listened to. And uh, I didn't have an appreciation for rock music until, you know, I guess it would be later in life compared to most people who are listening to the radio all the time. I was a, I was a fucking band geek. You yeah, know? yeah. And, uh, and, and I love it. I'm glad that I have that education now because now I can appreciate everything. Right. Yeah. But what, what rock music do, are you into? Oh, shit. Oh, well, God. How much time do you have? I didn't even write um, this down. Uh, so We got forever. Let's say I am the biggest Prince fan in the world. Uh, <laughs> Prin- I, like Prince has been a huge influence in my life ever since I was a kid. So every Prince record came out, I would go with my older brother and we would buy the Prince record and listen to it cover to cover and read the lyrics and Probably not the best thing to be reading when you're 10 years old, no. and, you know, uh, and or, or five years old, and Purple Rain comes out. Um, but whatever, it's just the facts you know, of life. Just Darling just Nikki is not early. the kind of song that you should be reading the lyrics to as a kid. Just, you know. But I'm a, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you learned a different way than the rest. The birds yeah. and the bees is not your story, I, right? I want to say, like the as a kid, when I first heard Van Halen. I lost my shit. I oh, thought that yeah. was like the fucking coolest yeah. thing ever. Like Hot for Teacher was really big. Jump, <laughs> Panama, like those songs. And then fast forward, you got Guns N' Roses, which was huge mm. uh, impact for me listening to music. And then now, you know, one of the bands to me that keeps it alive is is the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're I'm a completely huge right. Foo Fighters fan. And I, I love U2. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> U2 gets a lot of a lot of flack. I fucking they love do. that band. They do. For no, some they're reason. legit. Still, I'm with you on that. Until one. you see them in person, they will change. It's like one of it's an experience. That's fun. Do you know a guy named Dan Dunn by chance? D- I like his name. But okay, I don't know. no. Okay, I don't worry about it. Just I'm Dan gonna cut Dunn that out. What? Hey, <laughs> I'll be here all week. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard you like crack something like that. I'm sorry, it just came out. No, it's 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 a it's, little uncomfortable, but I loved we're, we're, it. We're I liked it. You have not hung out with Ali Sun and I. Ali Sun yeah. and I. Yeah, I've tried. Ali That's Sol- my Cobra Kai name for her. Yes. Ali Sun. Ali ditched me last weekend. Mm-hmm. Sorry, she had a little too much fun on Friday night, and I was sober. But this damn diet. Um, pretty much, yeah, the first time in the month of January. (laughs) And so it was, uh, yeah, we had a a karaoke night, which is two of my really dear friends at their house. So it was, it was lit. It was apparently. (laughs) It was lit. It was, twas the most fire. We sang into a remote. Nice. (laughs) Popping. Absolutely. I like that. (laughs) But after not consuming a lot of wine for a long time, um, those few glasses were enough to get me a little headache. Some of you us see? haven't That's why I just longer. keep it moderation all year long, yo. Moderation all year long. That's right. Long. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on the moderate bandwagon. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. We're What's back. in that cup there, Allison? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's brown water. Oh. It's brown water. Oh, it's tea. <laughs> it is tea. Brown water. <laughs> um, so you wanted you were an actor. Yeah. 
That was. was pretty fascinating to me. Your mother found an uh, ad in the paper for you? Yeah, from what she I'm did. It's crazy. Uh, my mom found and, an wait, ad. Wait, hold on. In Can you paper. explain a newspaper? What is that? For what some? is that fucking thing? <laughs> I don't even know. My, my mom found an ad in the Miami Herald. Oh, yeah. Back in the Dizzy. Uh, <laughs> and they were looking for talk show hosts. And uh, I, you know, I'd done like theater in high school. And I was in theater in college, but uh, that was not something I'd ever done. But I remember at the time I was going to the improv a lot and I was seeing stand-up comedians. And, and to me, stand-up comedians are, I don't know, to me is one of the hardest professions besides somebody who's like a brain surgeon or, you know, like Ali's dad or something. <laughs> like, yeah, that, to, to, to have uh, uh, that level of the connection to the audience, all the things that are involved in stand-up comedy. And I remember going to see, you know, uh, I remember I hung out with Chappelle one time in Miami, many moons ago, uh, going to see Chris Rock because I worked at a restaurant that was adjacent right by the improv. Uh And the owner of the improv would just come on over and bring comedians over and say, hey, do you want to go see this person's show or whatever? And it just was right around that time. And I see this opportunity to audition for a, you know, a TV show as a host of a show. And it was called Chat. And this was a show that came about post-September 11th. And it was a Spanish show at the time. But they decided to make it a bilingual show. So unfortunately, they like let go of four out of the five hosts who didn't really speak English as a first language. Uh-huh. And they hired uh, – they kept one person who, who did speak fluent English but also spoke fluent Spanish. And then they hired a, a, a few other folks who were bilingual uh-huh. to participate and become – you know, the hosts of this like round table style show. Kind and of kind of like what we're doing now. You're bi- <laughs> you're nice. bilingual then. Yeah, yeah. I speak fluent uh, fluent Spanish. Allie? No. <laughs> I'm not either. No. I'm not either. I feel like those kind of people, the people that kind of people, that sounds weird. Those people that can have two languages in their head at the same time, or even more than that, multiple languages, like, I think there's a brilliant part of their heads. It's just a matter of circumstance, dude. Because I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of stupid fucking people who live close to the border of like Italy and Germany, and they speak Italian <laughs> speak and German. Both of them? Yeah. So let's thank just, you for you know. clearing that up yeah. for me because my whole—I think I'm coming from a place of middle school students who, when they could speak Spanish and English, I felt like an idiot, the teacher that couldn't do it. So I was always fascinated by, the, and I tried to learn, but or maybe I'm just a lazy piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm in a relationship with a man who speaks obviously. Spanish as his first language and obviously English very fluently but uh, I need to learn Spanish (laughs) maybe we should take Spanish mostly because I want to know what people are saying about me (laughs) we're taking Spanish classes but yeah I would love to love to learn let's do it I'm excited Um, how did you two meet Oh, yeah. This was a sordid tale. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this was – what year was this? It was after a dry January. It and was I 1905. Just, she was on a sidewalk, <laughs> like Team America World Police, like just puking everywhere like that oh, scene. Geez. I'm just kidding. All right. I'll Why? let her tell the story. Why? It sounds better when you say it that, that way. That is yeah. not the story. Um, <laughs> we met working for uh, – we actually were, were – actually, we met for Lexus, yeah. working with Lexus. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say it was the auto show world, but it was not. We were no. both spokespeople for Lexus, kind of presenters, and we also uh, trained their their people. So essentially, that was the gig, and we traveled around, and we talked about cars, and we trained the people at the dealerships and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, we helped uh, salespeople and uh, people that, that teach you technology at a dealership. We helped them get their learn on through yeah. us. <laughs> Which is ironic because yeah. we were totally you know, third-party independent Do they ever use but... ugly people to do that job, or is it just good-looking people? Wow. 
Was that a, was that a, like an, <laughs> an odd compliment? That a, I don't know. <laughs> I don't is that know. like the weirdest question you've ever sure gotten? That's a... Do they ever use ugly people to do that job, or is it just hot people? To do which job? The, the, the job you guys both did, the learning, the teaching. No, I think all you need to do, honestly, is <laughs> be able to explain stuff right to people. Now, like Vanna White. Yeah. <laughs> the teaching. Yeah. You just got to be like a good teacher <laughs> and be like, look, this is how this, this is like the electronics of the car go like this. Oh. Like, that, I think really. I don't uh, think I can do it. <laughs> I don't think, I think you have to be able to just teach different people. Yeah. You have to have that be able that not be married into your way of teaching something mm-hmm. and be able to see somebody and be like, hold on. I think if I explain it to you this way, you'll understand and, it. And most importantly, you got to be the type of person where if they give you a script like a couple days before, you can just internalize it yeah. and spit it back out. That's true. And by the way, uh, I need to preface it. something because every time I move in this chair, it sounds like I fart. I am I not farting. I'm not hearing it. If I fart, headphones. you're going to know it's going to be better than the Giuliani fart. So <laughs> I'm just leaving this out right now. I'm going to turn it way up. Unimpressive farts are not actually. This was a lame real. ass fart. Come on. All right, sorry. <laughs> Noted. Um, so fast forward, you weren't, you didn't want to be an actor anymore, um, or you did. Do you still act? I don't know how to so, say that. So it, it wasn't <laughs> even, it, you know. It's, it, thank you for asking, but it, it's funny, uh, uh, and this isn't anything ag- against actors because this was this is what I was. I always dreamed of 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 of, of working in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember there was a very very big movie at the t- at this time that I had gone through this process for those of you listening who aren't actors you know you audition for something you may have heard that before so you audition for something and then they have something on the callback so you come back and you read for the same thing again and so anyway this process was happening for a span of like five months for this particular movie and it was a big movie um, and, a long maddening process yeah it's a long it's mm-hmm. a long maddening process and you know I'm of the mentality of if something's meant for you it's meant for you it, it's I'm, I'm not of that space but they said, you know, they always say they want somebody who is unknown, which is usually a, a crock of shit. And they ended up hiring somebody who's wonderful in it, but it's not the unknown. So they had me and God knows how many folks mm-hmm. uh, dragged on for five months of this process. And there was something that, that had an epiphany in that moment. I said, man, I have so much of my future vested in the opinion of somebody who doesn't really know me. Um, only has known me for the 30-second spurts that maybe they have engaged me. And and that's okay. You know, it's not their fault that they haven't spent the time with me. But I said, man, I'm tired of giving somebody else the power. Um, and I was already traveling all over doing this spokesperson uh, thing for Lexus. And, and Allie knows the minute mm-hmm. I would get out of work, I'd be like, dude, I'm going to go here, here, here. And I, I've taken you to some dope-ass places. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to hear but, but it's This guy it's, knows where to eat and drink. It, ah! it, that was my thing. And, like no and I said, if I can make this into a, a, a career because I don't lie to people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 brutally honest sometimes to a fault. I'm brutally loyal sometimes to a fault. But I said if I can continue that, maybe there's something there. And and then I remember finishing that audition process for this movie, which was an Oscar nominated movie. And uh, I said, you know, fuck this. I I don't know. There was something that was exhausted. I, maybe I just saw something through a different different set of eyes. Mm-hmm. And and I remember calling my my uh, you know quote unquote manager agents at that time and just saying like I, I gotta go I don't know what I'm doing because I moved to I moved across the country away from my family my mother's sick with cancer and mm-hmm. and I moved here and my parents pushed me to move here which is not common in a Cuban family they want to keep you like they want to keep you close enough that you can smell their armpits you know what I mean it's like <laughs> it's like they want to hug you in uh, 
but something, and I said, I mean, I was, I was so courageous, and, and my parents, not me, but my parents were so courageous to push me. This, this all happened, happened, and I said, I, I, this is not enough. I, I, I need to do something else, and I didn't know what that was. And then, fast forward, maybe like a year or two later, that's where the 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 yum yum foodie kind of came about and yummy was a term that i would use in my life regardless of anything like i would see a nice car and be like that car is yummy yummy yeah (laughs) yeah and that's what it involved yeah yeah yeah. like yummy was just something that an adjective that i could use for for anything um so yeah sorry for the long explanation but it's sometimes when somebody asks you something it'll trigger a memory yeah uh and you just did that so well food does food triggers (laughs) uh, memories for me i I absolutely food i was not in the food at all um i didn't know how to cook at all and something hit me i started watching top chef i think and top chef completely changed my freaking life for some reason and then at some point it hit me that oh i could try to cook that stuff yeah so i bought like a top chef cookbook and tried like i started on page one and went through every single recipe failed that's okay (laughs) my kitchen was a mess i got divorced probably because of it and it was a disaster but I also went through a bad breakup in the future and I went back to cooking and I started getting blue aprons mm-hmm. and those really help you. All of a sudden you're learning how to cook and the next thing you know, four years later, I'm teaching middle school cooking classes and I'm making them do blue aprons and I'm, I'm, I fell in love with food. I'm such a big foodie that I got reservations to um, French Laundry, you know, six months ahead of time, went over COVID, and uh, Chef Keller came out, took a picture with me. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. And left, uh, I paid for my check. He left a whole thing, and I have it in my office frame. He said, Yeah, he said, "Um, your check's on the chef tonight. You went solo to French Laundry. I went by myself. (laughs) I have a a dear friend who went solo to French Laundry. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not here to fuck around. I'm here to eat. Dude, this is one of my friends (laughs) from Miami is an. I, I, okay, I won't say what she is. Let's just say she she uh, dated somebody that worked at French Laundry or mm-hmm. dates somebody that works at French Laundry. So she just can go whenever the hell. She pays for it because let's just say she's in the medical profession and can. Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and she, go, you know, she, she pays for it every time. She goes at least twice a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, I wish um, I could. When I see those salmon, the salmon cones, I want it <gasps> so bad. I've never had it. In my language, have you been there? No. Oh my god! It's I haven't. I've I've driven by and taken a picture like a dickhead (laughs) in front of it, you know, and and taken the pictures of the garden at the French Laundry. Thumbs up. Um, I thought for sure you had met Chef Keller a few times. Um, Yeah, I'm sure. But it's one of those things where it is it is a couple of car payments to go eat there. It is. (laughs) You know, that was the. That's how I refer to. I'm like, that's a car payment. I have for one. That's like no for two people. That's Two car payments. Then you want <laughs> yeah. wine pairing. That's oh, another that's car another, pairing. But you can negotiate your wine pairing. Just but so I will you tell know. you, if I go, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go all out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I saved for it for a long time Hell to yeah. do it. Um, and I I did it, and I was shocked when he took the bill. So, so cool I did that, too. I did yeah, get absolutely. two car payments in instead of paying for them. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, You Keller. deserved it, and you yeah. were like, so all about being there. I love that. Well, I have an offer up fund. So, uh, you know, the app offer up and oh, I just sell the- shit around my uh, offer up is like a it's like a it's like a Craigslist. Uh, but yeah. You sell or stuff. Like Mercari or one of those, you know. Yeah. It's like an eBay type thing. It's like an eBay, but it's just like you or put Craigslist. it up and people in your yeah. area like I don't ship anything. It's just people <laughs> yeah. around me that will, you know, 
meet up in a parking lot of a Pet Boys and, and exchange <laughs> yeah, items. That I shit you not. So that's you're a the, guy. You can do that. For yeah. us, maybe not so much. That's what, you want him to idea. go to your apartment and exchange shit? Like, I mean, come on. Don't Although, you... I have to say, I did it <laughs> once because I had to get rid of a coffee maker. And I was like, oh, I want to try this thing, this offer up. And so I did end up end up selling it. It was a lovely lady that I sold it to, like this gorgeous supermodel walks oh, up. Oh, cool. And I was like, okay. I was like, this I feel safe with. But some <laughs> You're like, guy. she's not going to ask for pictures of my feet. <laughs> she <laughs> might. She already gets that. She though. might. That's so true. She I might. Have. I would have been like, wow, you're pretty. Show me your feet. Was it Jane Lynch? <laughs> No, she would have asked for pictures of her feet. <laughs> I'm like, she's one of the nicest, famous people I've ever met. So I'm, I'm sorry, Jane Lynch. I love you because you are one of the sweetest people. And she used to go to a coffee shop I would always go to, and she knew everybody's name, and it left an impact on me. It left an, Im- I mean, I've worked at restaurants so much that I learn everybody's name. Mm-hmm, but yeah. when I saw somebody uh, to the success level of a Jane Lynch, and she just knew everybody you know, there, I was like, I'm so bad at that. But that's one of the things in Dale Carnegie's famous book, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Um, (laughs) I do the opposite sometimes, but I try that. Um, But one of the things he was saying is that you have to know, get to know people's names. Even if they, even Mm -hmm. if there's somebody that most people think is insignificant, it really matters to people to know their names, which I am also really bad at. But I'm in awe of people that can remember names. What's my name, Allie? Um... That'd Latifa. be really, that'd be really <laughs> funny if you. <laughs> That's right, no, no. you got it. Oh my god, <laughs> I thought that was close. Um, her name is Dana. That's Queen Latifah's <laughs> name. Okay, so get it straight. Get it straight. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So I just wanted to know, being I, I haven't met a lot of fellow foodies. I come from a really shitty town with um, people that aren't into fancy food or fancy dining, and I, I was like that small, like wanting to get into a big town and do that sort of thing. So, what was your first moment, like in a in a restaurant or eating? anything that you just I know you've traveled the globe so there has to be so many fucking moments excuse my language Man, I am so lucky mm-hmm. I sincere, like I, I I have to pinch myself I, I was in Miami recently and uh, uh, you know my, my dad's older and I'm and I'm just trying to help out at home and I was going through old pictures and, you know and you start to reflect on you get to a certain age you're probably not there yet but you get to a certain age where maybe you're you're not both your parents are there and uh, you you start to reflect and you look at old images and you remember your childhood. Uh, and I had I had several like these these beautiful teary moments looking at pictures of me and my mom and stuff when I was in Miami. I was like, man, if my mom would have known uh, that the struggle that they went through to get here and everything that they went through, I've had these blessed opportunities because everything that they wanted me to have. Right. That yeah. is the that is the reason not. I mean, I'm not the reason I wasn't there at the time, but that that the 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 idea of opportunity and then that being said is i don't take anything i've ever done for granted whether it's the most amazing taco that i've had behind a gas station in a <laughs> cuz i've had that's yeah. the one thing you know we were talking about napa uh-huh. everything in napa is good because if it's shitty it's not going to last yeah so if something doesn't last it was shitty and that's fine but like the taco truck in napa has to be elevated i'll i'll, I'll never forget i was at um Shit. Cliff Winery. Some they make the Cliff Bars, and they have a food truck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm at the I'm at the food truck. Uh, pardon me. I'm I'm at Cliff Winery, and the food truck's right there. And they do like you know uh, like flatbreads or whatever. And one after the other, it was Chef Keller was there. It was Chef Christopher Castile was there. Ah. And 
all of the top friggin' chefs in Napa were there in a span of like 30 minutes ordering flatbreads from a food truck. And I was like, this shit is dope, so I'm going to have to try it. I just got the chills. that's not my favorite meal. I just had to say that Napa is one of those places where it doesn't matter where you go. Everything is elevated because it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. It's a matter of circumstance. Oh, my God. Um, Moment where like you were like, this is this is this is God or like this is this is Jesus coming into my so there, life. <laughs> there was a moment where I don't know. I don't know about necessarily. There, there's two moments and they just so happen to both happen in Barcelona, Spain, which is mm. is my favorite foodie That's town. That's not how you say that. Barcelona. Thank Tío, porque vale, venga. My, my grandfather was <laughs> Catalan. Uh, he was of Catalan descent. So my grandfather spoke French, Catalan, uh, English and Spanish. Uh, I can't under fucking stand <laughs> Catalan. What is it called again when you have the th sound? Uh, Castellano. Bueno, no. The, la C, la Z. But it's only for C and for Z's. <laughs> yeah. So my name is actually Zamora in Spain. <laughs> Zamora. And, and I always so I'm, I'm gonna I'm like gonna a, change the subject for a quick like second. A lot of spit flying it, across. The it's road. such a it's such a like male driven country uh -huh. where the the I almost feel like the women are forced to speak like dudes to be taken seriously. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. You're in Barcelona and you take the the metro, the under you know the the the, the subway, and you're on the subway and it's this really present uh, pleasant. Voice like 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 Allison like you know very pleasant and it'll be like next stop próxima parada and then all of a sudden it'll go <laughs> Plaza Catalonia and you're like what the hell and it's the same woman oh really she just feels compelled to sound like a dude uh when she it's it's just funny that's anyway so that's a cultural funny. thing over there in Spain I would love to hear that it, it's good. a trip because I, I remember good. sitting there and I was trying to not get mu you know like <laughs> pickpocketed like by gypsies and here I am listening to <laughs> próxima parada Catalonia. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's hilarious. Back, uh, you know, this was pre Instagram, so God knows I I, I didn't oh, record it. Right, uh, that, that so, needs to be a sketch and a comedy. That's oh, hilarious. it's a sh it's a shit show. Uh, sorry. So meals. Um, I still remember my my. I, I was visiting a friend in in Barcelona who was studying abroad, and he invited me to stay with. He's one of my best friends to this day, and I went to go visit him. It was post nine eleven. I was broke. This was right before I auditioned for that show mm -hmm. that the newspaper ad came out for. And we went to dinner. My parents were like, take Hector out to dinner. We're going to pay for it. He He's let you stay at his apartment. Just take him out somewhere nice. I'm like, okay, I don't know where the hell somewhere nice is. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, let's go to this. Uh, uh, let's go to this restaurant by the water because we in, in Barcelona. Barcelona is right by the water. And it's it's a party city. It's it's a really fun city. And I said, I'm going to take you to this this Spanish, and I still remember it. It's called La Mar de Bo, and it's a uh, seafood restaurant right by the water. So you have like you know all the sailboats that are just resting at the dock with no sails up and just the mast, and you know <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, and we just had a, a grilled seafood meal. So it was like shrimp from the Mediterranean, prawns, quote unquote, in other words, big ass shrimp. Mm. Um, uh, we had it, it was a parrillada, so it was all grilled. Yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah, Octopus. Yeah. Oh, um, I worked at a Mexican food restaurant, and I know that plate very well. Like a whole plate yeah. of like everything you could feed a huge family. It was it was incredible. How do you, how do you say it? Parra, parrillada. Parri, so parrilla means grill. Parrillada parrilla. is like a grill off. P a r i l l a d a. Parrilla. Uh, it's with two r's. Hence two, the uh, the rolling uh, of the r. So yeah, parrilla. Parrilla. I think so. I'm getting there. I'm getting I, there. If I spell it right, you get it wrong. I never studied it. So my my knowledge of Spanish is reading it on like teleprompters and doing commercials oh, in yeah. Spanish. That's how I know how to read Spanish and then reading books. And but I never studied it. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's a parrillada. So mm -hmm. we sat there and I had this meal. And uh, one thing about seafood, seafood is like coffee. It's like wine. It's a reflection. So coffee and wine are a reflection of where they're grown. 
you know, and wine is a tawau, you know, the, the, the land of where it's from. And that's why you can have, you can say, oh, I love Pinot Noir. And you're like, well, people that are into wine are like, well, no shit, but that's great. But do you, which ones do you like? Do you like the ones from the United States? Do you like the ones from Oregon, from Russian River Valley? Do you like Burgundy? Because yeah, they honestly, they taste different. They really do. Uh, and it's the same thing with seafood. The Mediterranean seafood tastes different to me. And it was something I had never had before. So it was this eye-opening experience for the first time having a prawn, a shrimp, a langostino from the Mediterranean and taking that bite and being like, oh, fuck my life. It's like I've been looking through foggy glasses ah, my entire where life. Where have you been all my life? Yeah, I love yeah it. exactly, dude. So yeah. that was the first meal that like opened my eyes. And then fast forward to to another trip to to Barcelona, and the at, for for a period of time the number one restaurant quote unquote in the world was a place called El Bui, mm-hmm. which is in Girona, uh, which is a city just outside of Barcelona, and it's a, a famous chef named Ferran Adria who is quote unquote the like the he's like the god the Yoda of molecular gastronomy if you've ever heard that term, uh, <laughs> you know without the big ears but he he he's he's the the Yoda of uh, uh, he was not the founder, but, you know, he's one of these folks that really experimented with flavors. And My heart. You're speaking to my heart. Yeah. Mm. So here's how much of a badass this guy was is Ferran Adria had the number one restaurant in the world. And not because of business or because of anything else. He was just like, fuck it. I don't feel creative in this space anymore. I'm going to shut this bitch down. So he shut down the number one restaurant in the world. And that's it. He's wow. just like he has a taste kitchen and he has a bunch of other projects. But that that passion project was gone. And, and you know, one of the fruits of that passion project is iconic Chef Jose Andres, which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, deserves mm-hmm. a Nobel Peace Prize for the, the stuff that that man does. Mm-hmm. Um, so but he anybody does all th- the deconstructed stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 He like does a lot of like. Yes. I and I then had like an olive that was turned inside out and made liquid into olive. gel. And then like yeah. you, yeah, you bite it. He does a liquid inside. olive and he serves them next to regular olives so he can Crazy. mind fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to, where'd you go to like Haleo? Uh, I think it was at SLS. Oh, at the SLS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So yeah, yeah Jose Andres has, has restaurants at the uh, Bazaar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bazaar. I need uh, to go to Bazaar. I'm so excited. And, and uh, I'm excited for things to open up. I know. I've only been here with everything shut down basically. Like, and I had the, so this has been, I'm waiting to go. Like, if I had to go to one restaurant in LA when things like are normal where does where should I go first because I've been to a lot I've been to all of Jonathan Gold's restaurants so that whole one-on-one yeah. list so I've been there to, um, have you been to Providence I have not been to Providence <gasps> yet I've heard nothing already. but it's it's amazing okay yeah. so I have a reservation yeah. so that's why I'm obsessed with you because you yeah. do you do all this stuff and you you've known all this stuff and so I'm so happy that you're here it makes well, me like I'm I'm like I'm red right now well, one of the <laughs> chefs from from El Bui uh actually you know when it shut down him and another chef who at Bui a Japanese guy who actually just showed up at El Bui one day not speaking Spanish and wanted a job oh my god and they gave him a job <laughs> <laughs> went flew f- went from Japan to to Spain, not speaking Spanish, and wanted a job at El Bui. Wow. He showed up with his knives, and they gave him a job. So him That's amazing. and uh, uh, the the guy's name eludes me right now. He's a, he's got a German last name, but he's he's Spanish. He opened a restaurant in Barcelona called Dos Palios, which stands to uh, two toothpicks, Dos Palios, and it's a Spanish and Asian fusion restaurant that does two sittings a night and it's not crazy expensive. It, for the level of the food that you eat, I want to say I went there, two people, 
it was either an eight or like a 10 course meal with two bottles of wine and it was maybe 150 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy crap. And it was mind blowing. So that's that was be probably the best meal I've had. I love yeah. that. And uh, I, it sucks because we're, I was talking about U2 earlier. I went to Spain to go see U2 one time because uh-huh. I said, fuck it. I'm going to go travel to go see a show abroad because yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. And you see like you, you're like you go on YouTube and you're like, oh, shit, there's the Foo Fighters playing in Athens or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be that dickhead like waving my fucking hands in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go see U2 in Barcelona and uh, El Bui was closed the one night that I could go to dinner because they were open when I went to go to the U2 show. And I'm like, hell no, I'm sorry. I'm going to go see Bono yell at me. <laughs> so anyway, it was Dos Palillos. I love it. Okay. Amazing. Well, Ali. Um, I heard, well, we are starting a new segment, and I'm excited about it. It's called? So what I wanted to talk about is good stuff this week. Like, what have we seen this week that's amazing and that's uplifting? So, yeah, this I, I can't swear. I was going to call it good. Sh- oh, wait. we Hold on. For his last speech there. Oh, hold yeah. on. All right. We're okay. good. Well, I'm not done yet, but thank you. <laughs> it's, it's very close. Though. You didn't see the guy at it Roscoe's so yesterday? <laughs> that was right by my house. Really? Oh, yeah. I live around the corner from the dude at Roscoe's who didn't wear a mask and then came back and held him up at gunpoint. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to LA. So we're done with bad stuff this week. <laughs> so yeah, this is the next segment is going to be um, yeah stuff that's happening this stuff that happened this week that's positive good. news. What are we going to call it? Amazing. Allie's good news corner. Yeah, Allie's good news. Good news of the week. Good news of the week. Go, Allie. Let us know. <laughs> All right. So this week there's a couple of good things surprisingly that happened. Now since we're on the heels of the Bernie Sanders thing, I will say. One of the funniest things that happened recently is that the school teacher, by the way, he's just a fellow school teacher, Meg, from Vermont. She's the one who made him these these you know mittens that went viral and all these memes and so forth. So she kept getting all of these and basically Bernie was asked where he got the mittens and he said this is where I got them. Um, trying to remember what her name is. I'll look it up in a moment. But uh, basically she was then propositioned to like make a whole bunch of mittens. And she's like, well, you know, I can't do that because I'm a teacher and I really want to keep my priorities there. But she teamed up with What these- the hell else is she doing right now? Well, Sorry. She's, she's <laughs> did, I just, did I just damper your good yeah, news? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think she's She'll probably teaching. make more money in a week than a teacher's salary making, selling making these mittens. Making those mittens. Yeah. Well, hang on, hang on. Sorry, Allie. I Maybe that should my... be the segment, how I shit on your point. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bad segment for our happy positive. I look up my notes here. Wait, we might have to cut this out, but I'm trying to figure out where I wrote it down. Uh, oh, okay. So basically, she um, – that's not what I was going to look up. She basically – said that she wanted to do it, but she didn't have the time. So she teamed up with a Vermont teddy bear company and gave them all the specs. And so they are now making these mittens. And by the way, (gasps) the secret to these mittens are that they are environmentally friendly. They're made from repurposed wool sweaters Uh and lined with fleece made from recycled uh, plastic bottles. So anyway, she gave these specs to the teddy bear company, and they're going to donate a big portion of the proceeds to Vermont um, Make-A-Wish Foundation. So that That is is positive. Back on. Amazing. Do you have another story for us? I Quick do, question. Actually. What's the over under uh, before Ben and Jerry's makes a mittens ice cream to try to capitalize on this shit? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> That's so good. Mittens. You know there's going to be a mittens ice cream oh. with just like a 
Oh Sorry, you can't see this. I'm posing like Bernie. By the way, one of the funniest <laughs> memes I've seen with these friggin' mittens, there's the album, the Janet Jackson album cover, where she's naked and she's got the mittens covering Oh, I gotta boots. see that, dude. You gotta send it to it me, please. It is so good. I was like, oh, well done, Janet. Okay, sorry. So I was done. trying to come up with like a, a ice cream flavor that's Bernie Sanders. Like that, how they do like mint chocolate chip or like, I don't know. Honest dough. grandfather? <laughs> Uh, sounds delicious. Honest Gramps. Burnt Yummy. caramel. I don't know anything with burnt, probably. <laughs> Burt's caramel. Oh, there you go. Yeah, burnt. I like that. Burnt. What's something sweet that starts with a B? Berries? Bernies? B- Bernies and cream. You're welcome. TM. Trademarked. Copyright. Bernies and cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Allie, oh, another man, story? All right. And then another piece of little good news that I found this week. This is kind of funny, actually. So obviously not funny is that our homeless crisis now is at, you know, epidemic levels. And if you're in L.A., you've seen that and you know that. But anyway, what is good news is that some homeowners in different areas, uh, this man, I've got to look up and find out where he was, but not in L.A. for sure. Um, He set up a camp in his yard for people experiencing homelessness and even let them use his grill. He basically gave them strict instructions one strike, you're out kind of thing. No violence, no anything that's, you know, no drug use. Um, he's letting them use his restroom. So they got a restroom and a grill and they can stay for free in his yard. Now, as you might imagine, not all of his neighbors are super thrilled with this. <laughs> no. Most of them surprisingly have been pretty tolerant. Wow. So that's surprising. It blew my mind that not even the neighbors were going to put yeah. a kibosh to it. So that was cool. Like, Why? I don't want family to stay in my house. Yeah. You know, that sounds like an episode yeah, of Shameless. Sorry, he's, um... <laughs> I'm like waiting for Frank to show up and like so ruin the whole exactly thing. exactly what it is. You, they <laughs> just did the plot now for Shameless. Um, do you think for how much you have to pay to own a home or if you own a home, like he can't just give them money to go do something else? You know, he probably could. But this guy, he's 31, by the way, and lives in Salt Lake City. His name is Darren Mann. Um, he... Oh, Salt Lake City. So Yeah. So he's got more space, um, which might make it more yeah. favorable to the, the neighbors. But he's inviting five to 15 people at a time to pitch their tents in his yard. Oh, that's that awesome. That's great. So kind of a cool a cool thing that he's doing. Good. Good for him. Go go Mormons. Unless you're I know. Neighbors. Bravo, good people. <laughs> good, 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 good. I just assumed. They're actually mostly <laughs> Latter-day Saints. Are there, is that the same thing? That's Mormon. LDS is the same thing as Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. L- LSD is completely different, though, uh, if you want to talk about totally it. totally different, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, would, I would do that. That's on my list. I'm scared shitless of it, so I'm, <laughs> you yeah. won't do it. Okay, no. then I won't. I'll do cocaine Remember, instead. We'll I, I, to that. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up in Miami in the '80s, and my dad was a musician in Miami in the '80s. And my dad used and, and it ingrained into my oh, soul yeah. till now. He'll be like, "Hey, papi," that's what he would call me. He goes, "Hey, papi, do you remember Julio?" I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "You know, Julio doesn't see any ki- his kids anymore." I'm like, "Why?" Because he's in jail for cocaine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, All let right. me stay away from that stuff. That's a good le- – my parents don't have those friends or stories. <laughs> my dad also is a dentist, as Ali's dad is. So we both- <laughs> yeah. That's why we're so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, do you have one more story? I'm going to I'm gonna leave it there for sure? now yeah, for perfect. our good news. And um, – we actually, I will put a link though on. Do we have our Gmail account up and running? By the yes, way, yes, we do. Amazing. So lemonade the pod at right. gmail.com. Lemonade the pod at gmail.com. Um, we are going to feel free to correspond with us if you have any questions or want any info on all this. But we are also going to post on our social media mm-hmm. account um, at lemonade the pod is our IG, and we were going to, we are going to put a link to 
have you guys buy the mittens if you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll put a lot of links up there. Go They're ahead and follow soon. us. Eddie, where can we find you? Obviously, um, the Yum Yum Foodie. Yeah, uh, on all of the social media. Notice, notice like the exhale. On all of that social media <laughs> stuff, uh, at the Yum Yum Foodie, because the... Yeah, because Yum Yum Foodie is probably owned by somebody else who wants to sell it to me at some point. So it's the Yum Yum Foodie. <laughs> there is only one. The Yum Yum Foodie. Yeah. Can we save that soundbite for me for later? Yes. I just want to use that on every web page I ever have. Yeah, I, I got you. I There's even marked it down. Yum Yum 43 minutes and 52 seconds. The Yum Yum Foodie. Oh, my gosh. I could listen yeah. to it. You, do you need to do those sleep apps? Do you do those? No, but I was actually... That's what you need to do. So I'm laughing because I recently found... I was thinking I was telling you about this, Meg, uh, but um, there is, there's a podcast where basically the guy... It's called... Oh gosh, what's it called? The sound? He basically... No, it's not even ASMR, but that's great too. He basically talks about random stuff, but his voice is very soothing and monotone. And it's just to basically put people to sleep. <laughs> Oh. So he makes you fall asleep. Go to sleep. Shh, no, dude. he's just really boring. So I just, sound like yeah, a creeper. I should have been my like hey. eighth grade chemistry teacher. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Eddie. We really appreciate it. I'm really excited to meet you. So I'm thank to be here. you. Thank you so much. I hope you had fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Come back anytime. Take some angry with you. <laughs> I might just do that. At your own peril. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh. Wow. I have to do my wow after every interview. Wow. Wow. Eddie was great. He's so great. <laughs> he could talk to himself for hours. I bet he could. He's so great. I love him. He's married? He's married. I'm sorry. Does he have any single friends? Uh, he does, actually. Some actors. I didn't even get through half yeah. of my notes with him. Yeah. I'll have to save them. He's that good. Save them from another time. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for our Facebook positive questions of the week? Ready. All right. This one you have to answer first, of course. The question is, um, if you had a superpower, the old fashioned, if you had a superpower, Ooh. what would it be and why? Oh, this is so good. Oh, gosh. OK. I've actually thought about this one <laughs> before and I go back and forth. I think the one superpower that I know I don't want, I'll start with this, is the ability to read minds. Because I do not want to know what people oh, are thinking yeah. all the time. That oh, would be yeah. a curse. That'd be horrible. Um, You're on someone's level here with one of their that answers. That would be, oh my God. And then, all right, so what I would want to do, I would say if I could turn it off and on, I think I would want to be invisible. Oh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Oh, I'd find out so many people that hate me. I think that could be cool. But I also <laughs> would love the ability to time travel. Time travel would be interesting. I don't know. I'd also love the ability to freeze and stop time. There's too many. You only were supposed to pick one. <laughs> I can't. Give it a break. All right. I'm going to go with time travel. Time travel. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dylan, again, my teacher. <laughs> Mom, Mike D., uh, he said by location. So oh, I could, good. could take a I piss and stay in bed. It's very pragmatic. Yeah, for those moments when you're comfy but really have to pee. I've been there. That would be nice. Just, just don't like be so drunk that you think you're still sleeping, and then just pee anyways. Oh, this took a bad turn. You did. That's happened. Um, uh, Becky G said to not need sleep because who has time for that? Agreed. Oh, I love sleep though. I really want to just sleep all the time. I wouldn't pick that. You wouldn't. You just. <laughs> I love my who sleep. Who has time for it? Um, um, I'd have the power to uproot all toxic junk, litter, trash. 
unnatural contaminants and related yucks from all depths of the earth and ocean and ball it up and shoot it into space to be vaporized by the sun every month. That's, <laughs> That's cute. really good. That's, That's good. nice. Thanks, Glenn. That's nice. Um, teleportation. It would make it so mm. you could literally go anywhere, anytime, decide you want to have dinner in Paris, done. And instantly home to your bed. And no traffic. No traffic. That boom. Would be cool. Boom anyway. in the shower. You're boom at work. Well, probably you should get dressed first, not shower and straight to work. Well, this is so long. <laughs> I would have dinner with my parents in Florida and then back in time to feed the dog. That's from Cody O. Uh, the all-knowing penis. That's a superpower. It, what? Okay, you need to explain what this is. Did the person explain? <laughs> he did. I want to know what the penis knows. The all-knowing penis. And how they know it. It has the ability <clears throat> to find the G-spot, never misses the toilet. Oh. Second one's good. Recoils before being struck. <laughs> so it's kind of like a combination of like penis radar and like like a penis forward radar. collision warning system. Hey, Peter. <laughs> like, a, like a driver assistance. Yes, yeah, doesn't shrink system. in cold water and okay. shoots blanks when you don't want a baby, <laughs> but knocks wow. it out of the park when you do. That is, that's a pretty cool superpower. It's a super Totally penis. like a man. Totally like a man to think that way. Thank you, wow. Jason. Hmm. Um, someone did post a picture of the movie What Women Want. <laughs> Better than a picture of the super penis. <laughs> right. Thank you. And they circled Mel Gibson's face saying that that's what they would want. Amazing. Uh, the ability to win the lottery once. I'd have hella money to be set, take care of my family, donate time and funds, and help the world make the better place. Hashtag hookers and blow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. There you go. There's our positive, fun Facebook quotes of the week. Um, we love our new segment, good news so we'll have more good news coming up uh, more guests if you guys have suggestions on what we should film talk about or record please email us at lemonade the pod at gmail.com or hate mail just to test it to see if it works out <laughs> we're here we're listening we're listening to anything if you want to vent we're not we're not therapists if you have an emergency call 911 but if you if you need to say a few words yeah. we won't judge you mm -hmm. unless it's something illegal Allie anything else um, nope just as always if you um, have the inclination if you can give us a little love on iTunes as far as a rating and a review that would be super fantastic and of course also subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening on and you can find eddie at uh the yum yum foodie yep you can find eddie at the yum it's at the yum yum foodie uh on instagram and actually on all of his other socials as well he's adorable he's the the yum yum the yum yum he had to say the in front of the someone else already picked yum yum <laughs> Dicks. but he's the best yum yum so yes he is he's adorable. Yeah, at the yum yum foodie. Love him Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's all she wrote. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.